backstage passes, and zero to 60 in a super stretch limo? Yeah, that's just how we roll. You're listening to the Mousecapades Radio Network. Listeners, this is Vicki, and I'm here with Brandy and Sarah. We hope that you're all staying safe, happy, and healthy. This is episode 720, and you're listening to the number one podcast that entertains that space between your ears, the Mousecapades podcast. Today, we'll be bringing you all the latest Disney rumors and news to help your week be a bit more magical. The Mousecapades podcast is a part of the Your Story Travel Company. If you're looking to book a trip, we'd be glad to help you. Just text us, Brandy, Vicki, or myself, Sarah, at 636-395-0544, or email us at yourstorytravel.com, and we will be happy to get with you to design a magical vacation. A small refundable deposit of $200 will hold your resort and ticket package. All right, guys. So as May 27th gets closer and closer and closer, you get the whole idea. Uh, We are awaiting Guardians of the Galaxy, Cosmic Rewind. Well, this week, um, cast members, I think more last week, cast members were coming. But then Media and DVC and Club 33 members all got to preview the ride there were some things leaked. Did you guys see some of the stuff leaked on YouTube? Yes. And the last time, like when they did Remy's, they told them not to do it. And I was trying to think there was something else. I thought that was really weird that we got to see it. Did you not think that was a little well, weird? I saw a very official video from a well-known news network <laughs> that <laughs> was definitely given permission to. Well, I think it's probably the same one I watched because okay. Brad, Brad and I were watching it and we're like, are they supposed to be doing this? Well, but then now I've seen tons of vloggers doing it, so I guess it's okay. But Disney did release this week that there will be no standby line. I think we probably all realized that just from the last few rides that have opened, there will be a virtual queue, which means you'll be getting up at the butt crack of dawn. <laughs> unless you, I mean, unless you like to get up that early, but you have to be up by 7 a.m. I would suggest 6.55, and then you play the little roulette with your phone praying that you get a spot in the virtual queue. And if you don't, you do have the possibility of getting an individual traction, paying that can be up to $15, which we all know. Um, I still disagree with that, but at least you get the opportunity to ride it. I will say that because I know that somebody said, like we go over and over, we all know we're gonna go back eventually, but there are people that only go once in a lifetime. And so I guess it is important that if they don't get the virtual queue that they're able to purchase it. Um, also, Disney asset, uh, sorry, Brad, disability access passes, they have to get a place in the queue line or purchase it individual attraction. They cannot just automatically go up to the ride and say, I want to ride this ride because there is no standby line. So that makes sense. Um, I am very excited about the songs. If you, um, I know Sarah, if you watched the same one I did, it was pretty cool to hear the music. The videos definitely make it seem as intense as 
I was expecting it to be. <laughs> I know, I'm kind of torn. I think you should put Claire and your husband on it first. Yeah. <laughs> what was it? The, what I was watching, they said it was like if Space Mountain and Rock and Roller Coaster had a baby. Oh, a wow. weird baby. <laughs> That's what they said. <laughs> a weird baby um, that was very just going in all sorts of directions because they said it's very, 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 very dark. So like Space Mountain, you have no idea which way you're going. And then your what your little car that you're in is changing directions. And it has a did that did you see that it has a backward launch too? Uh yes, my husband's not real excited about that. Because he said, is that why it's cosmic white? That makes sense. I'm going to have to watch some more videos. Yeah. <laughs> before I go on it. But it does look super cool, though. Gina told us we all had to ride it. I think Brandy was on the show that day. And if she wasn't, Gina says we have to. I'm down for it. I'll do it. I'm going to be taking some Dramamine or something before we get on it. Get the, get the bracelet. You'll be fine. I just, I when I go on rides that are on more intense roller coasters, I have to really think about relaxing my body so that I don't try to tense up and it makes it worse. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. So I really, I think this will be one where I have to really just like, okay, just relax. <laughs> Don't tense up or you will be hurting tomorrow. Right. For sure. You're really you're supposed to laugh because your abdomen is working with your diaphragm and it's, it's working on that and it doesn't mm. have time for your stomach to get sick. And I know that's true because that's how I overcame riding roller coasters. Yeah, well, the older I get, though, I feel like, ugh. That's what I did when we went for my nephew's birthday. I think I told y'all we went to Busch Gardens. And um, the first ride we went on was Apollo's Chariot, which has, I forget all the stats now, but you, you know, you slowly go up this hill and then you drop and it's ridiculous. And I don't know if I was laughing because I was having fun or I was laughing because I was scared, but I was laughing and I was laughing so hard that my stomach did hurt from laughing after we got off the ride. <laughs> so it, it's a good tactic. I, I wasn't scared, but I, I think I was I was laughing. I don't know what was going on. <laughs> or find somebody to look at who does amusing like faces. Well, the problem with that was I was in the front row. Oh, so, no. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> my, my husband got me on the front row. Yeah. Always fun. All right, so each year, USA Today polls people all over the United States to find out the top 10 theme park restaurants in the U.S. After the restaurants are submitted to USA Today, they compile the list and put it out for people to vote for their favorites. While we ha all have our favorites at Disney World, here are the two Disney World restaurants that made the USA Today's top 10 for 2022. Yak and Yeti at Animal Kingdom was voted second place, and Be Our Guest at the Magic Kingdom was voted ninth place. Congrats to these two restaurants. I am not sure about Be Our Guest being on the list at all. Me too. But I'd like to know what you two think. I love Yak and Yeti. I am surprised it's that high. Not because it's not good. I haven't been to the other park, so that's hard for me to... Because they it was like Bush Gardens and Universal Studios and... Um, I was trying to think all the park Disneyland, of course, mm -hmm. and um, maybe just Disney fans were the ones that sent in there. I don't know. Are they only talk to people that are Disney fans? I'm not sure which. I'm totally fine with it. I wonder if Yak and Yeti is getting all that credit because it's part of Landry's, 
and like maybe that's like upping the amount of people that have actually gone in even though it's inside of a park because i know that um that's one of the big tips like get a landry's card and you'll get seated in 20 mm. minutes you know like they guarantee you if you're a card holder they'll find a table for you oh i had never heard that yeah oh yeah i've, I've told my clients who had their hearts set on like t-rex and stuff that like get a landry's card if i can't get you the reservation for some reason or like if i can't get the exact time frame you want that you can buy a landry's card and that's one of the participating places and if you should if you get up by a landry's membership card they'll see you and under i think it's under 30 minutes we'll see the party of a certain size so i'm looking at the list now and i remember walking past trapper's smokehouse we did not eat there at bush gardens which is in the number three spot and um it smelled delicious <laughs> what's what's number one confisco grill where's that at universal islands of adventure hmm and Mythos, I've heard that one Universal hypes up. And I think we did go to Fest House. I'd have to ask my husband. He's sitting in the other room. But um, I think that's the one we went to at Bush Gardens. I don't know if I would say that should be on a top 10 list either. It's like a very expensive go through a cafeteria line, grab German style, you know, sausages and things. <laughs> Um, and then go sit down at a bunch of tables with other people, and then you listen to, like, Celtic singers while you're eating. I just know all the times we've been to Yak and Yeti, it's consistent. Like, the food is always mm-hmm. amazing. I've never had a client that I sent there or a friend that I sent there that didn't have a good experience. I have had that happen in other Disney resorts, which makes me sad because when I love something and then I talk it up, I feel bad if somebody doesn't think it's as amazing as we do like I had somebody go to Ohana's breakfast well we've always loved Ohana breakfast but I had a couple people that didn't so I don't know if it was the expectation that I'd built it up so much or what and the same thing with sci-fi dine-in um about every other person I send there says it's good so now I haven't even been recommending it. I've said we've been here these are our favorite things that we like <laughs> to eat so then I don't feel like I'm giving them the choice I'm telling them the options that we've eaten um but a lot of the people don't like the dine-in just because it's dark mm-hmm. and they don't like that they can't see their food, which we just use a flashlight. But <laughs> Well, on the list, there are two Disney restaurants, three Universal restaurants, three Busch Gardens restaurants, a Dollywood and a Knott's Berry Farm. All over the place. I'm sad that they don't have a Disneyland because I've heard good food there too. Mm-hmm. But anyway, it just, I, it totally is on who they pulled. Of course. Yeah, absolutely. Or who voted or whatever. Well, let's talk about um, entertainment, Animal Kingdom. Um, so we've already shared with you that the Kite Tail Show is changing to make sure all guests can enjoy it throughout Discovery River Lagoon. But this week we found out that as of May 27th, there are no showtimes listed. Has a lot of guests wondering and us wondering, does it mean the shows will be canceled? Is that when they're going to begin the shortened show around the lagoon? Um, we haven't had any information released by Disney, but we are for sure going to keep you posted. Right now, I know all the like rumors and ev- all the boards are like kind of going nuts. I noticed this yesterday. It was on social media. It was coming up on all the Disney stuff. Everybody was talking about like, oh, what are they going to do? What are they going to do with kite tails? And then I heard something about how the kites get stuck on things. Have you guys heard about that at all? If they go too fast, the first show that I watched, the very first show, I think it was Tim Trekker. He was at the first show. And when they tried to land him, they were trying to land these kites 
which are really kind of like balloons because they're 3D. They're not flat kite like what you're thinking. Mm-hmm. And when they tried to dive it into the water, then they weren't able to get it out and get it set, reset up for the next show in a significant amount of time. And the one time that they did it, they crashed the balloon into the into the trees. So then they had to shut down for the day so that they could get it out. So then they saved this one whole section of the amphitheater or whatever, and they started crashing them. And so some people said that was their favorite part is watching the animals leave the scene, like crashing into the stadium seats or whatever like that. That's what we saw was the the final version you mentioned. Um, I don't know. The show, it was cute to watch. We tried to find a spot to sit in the shade because otherwise you couldn't see because the time that we went, the sun was, you know, glaring in our eyes. And it was fine, but they could do something else. <laughs> it's not Festival of Lion King. It's not Finding Nemo the Musical. It's not. But I will tell you, and I don't think... Did you see the whole show, Sarah? Mm-hmm. So were you the one that said you liked the beginning part better than the actual show itself? Somebody said that to me, and I can see that. I think I enjoyed more the um, the cast members that were in the stands, in the audience. They were better to me than the actual kites <laughs> especially when they had like the the um the jungle book when the elephants come marching out yes yeah i really like that i don't know they were out there with little fish so it's almost like they took mm-hmm. them from there and they were dancing around and then they made like a parade and all the kids got to go so it was really fun um i think they could have done more with that but um yeah yeah i mean it was fine we enjoyed it i think my kids were getting a little old you know oh this is what is this? What did you make us see? Yeah. <laughs> kind of response, but yeah, I'll be interested to see what they do. So this week, Disney made some announcements about Communicore Plaza and Communicore Hall coming to Epcot's World Celebration neighborhood. Disney had previously announced that a festival center would be part of the Epcot transformation, but it was later changed to be described as a, quote, festival area. So we were curious to see what would ultimately happen with that project. Now we have an update. Communicore Plaza is an outdoor space where large scale concerts and more intimate performances can be held. And Communicore Hall will be located within the plaza as a center for festival programming, complete with features like a demonstration kitchen, a mixology bar, art exhibits, and more. Seems like things are different than the original festival center Disney shared concept art for way back when but the idea of a space for festival-related activities and World Celebration continues. This week, Disney also shared that the World Celebration neighborhood will be divided into different gardens, which will change along with the seasons. It seems that the original plans were too expensive, so Disney is downsizing. Also, this project is now projected to be completed in the summer of 2023. So, Epcot construction continues. So it is really sad because I don't know if you guys remember, I had a look at the um, the specs or whatever, the original art to see there was this like spacey kind of looking building that they were going to do all this stuff in. And now it's a more uh, green area, I guess, because it's going to have lots of, although I don't think trees and stuff are very cheap right now either, but that's beside the point. But it literally looks like kind of a foresty thing. So maybe it'll be... You know, Disney always has a way of turning things around, but boy, did they downscale from what the pictures of what it was. It was this glorious, like, space-like-looking building, and now it's 
literally going to be like little festival areas with lots of trees and stuff. On a hot day, though, I think I might enjoy that. I do not know. Shade's always good. Yeah, more shade, the better. So in the Communicore Hall, they also said that there will be a new Epcot character spot. Um, The new location will be called Mickey and Friends. And you'll be able to meet all of your favorite characters there. The old character spot was demolished, of course, with the old Innovate Ventions buildings. Um, I'm just happy to hear that there's going to have that spot back because at first it didn't sound like they necessarily were going to. They were just going to continue doing with the random characters here, there, or everywhere. I kind of liked the um, formal spot. If you wanted to use, um, then it was a fast pass. Now it would be Genie Plus, I'm sure. But um, if you wanted to have the chance to take a pictures with like the originals but it sounds like there's going to be more than just mickey minnie and goofy in this new area for you to go and visit and hug and take pictures and get a quick autograph so excited about that yeah that's fun sounds good it's nice to know it's like always like there's always a staple there right in a certain spot where you can if you forgot to get it done or you couldn't get a character meal or something like that that you can still have that interaction well, Disney shared a new look at Journey of Water, the upcoming exploration trail attraction inspired Moana. Journey of Water is in Epcot's World Celebration neighborhood and will be a lush exploration trail that allows guests to meet and play with magical living water, according to Disney. Through this experience, guests will get to play and interact with water as it travels from the skies to the ocean and back again. Disney says that water will have a personality of its own at the attraction, helping guests learn how to protect the natural water cycle in a fun and engaging way and showing us the role we play in preserving water for years to come. So far, this is scheduled to open this summer, and we're hoping it will, but we'll let you know. I know that everybody was so excited about there being a Moana attraction, like just something themed with that. So I really hope this does happen in like sooner than later. I agree. Yeah. All right, so your Disney World or Disneyland hotel stay, even your time at home is about to get way more interesting. We already knew, hey, Disney, an Alexa voice assistant was coming soon to Disney hotel rooms. And that just turned on my Alexa, (laughs) y'all. It just beats at me. Alrighty then. It will let guests interact with some of their favorite characters in new ways. There will be a variety of characters available through, hey, Disney, including some favorites from Disney animation like Pixar, Star Wars, The Muppets, and Marvel. You might ask, hey, Disney, What's the weather will be like? And get some comments from Olaf about how much he loves the warm weather. Or you can set an alarm, but don't worry. Don't forget about it this you won't forget about it this time. You'll also be able to ask Hey Disney to tell you jokes. We're also able to confirm that the Magic Band Plus will be able to connect with Hey Disney later this year, which will add a special element to certain experiences. It will even be made available for guests to use at home through their own Amazon Alexa devices. Specifically, the service will be available to purchase through the Amazon Alexa skill store so guests can engage with the service from their own homes. It's funny, at my house, we we have Alexa and Google. Mm. Oh, funny. <laughs> I'll say, why don't you ask the Mamexa? Or, like, <laughs> I try to change the way it sounds, and it works for the most part, but my kids have started doing it, too. And then my daughter, we have... Um, one of the Google ones in our bedroom and usually she'll come say, you know, what should I wear to school tomorrow? And she said, can I ask Google? And I was like, who's Google? Like, is this a nickname for a friend? And she goes, Google, like starts pointing at the, the Google puck in the room. 
That's funny. I was like, okay, so now we're calling that one Boogle. Got it. Boogle and Mamexa. There we go. Wow. Yeah, my daughter usually unplugs it because so many times, like, especially she used to watch a show on Netflix called Alexa and Somebody. It was a kid's show, and it clicked on all the time. And she started unplugging them. But that's kind of like I use it as like an intercom if I need someone to come (laughs) in the house. So I don't like it when they get unplugged. It makes me mad. But that would be fun to have in your hotel room. I can only imagine how Mm -hmm. much fun kids will have with that. Oh, yes. Much to their parents' delight. Oh, yeah. When you're trying to go to sleep. (laughs) Yeah. No, I think that'll be fun. I'm still against the um, Magic Band Pluses being something that you have to charge. Oh, yeah. Like your Fitbit. Did you not know? No, I've been avoiding it. Comes with charger. Yeah, it's no. like, it literally looks like the Fitbit charger. So it's going to be like an Apple Watch or something. Yes. Is it going to cost as much? As- <laughs> <laughs> Probably, yeah. Well, we, pl- we placed our bets on the last podcast. Yeah, we did, but I think I was too high. I said 75. And Did the price come out yet? No. Okay. Um, they said that the price that we that was put out last week, I guess, is going to be for DVC members and pa- uh, Disney Pass holders, which they're not even selling right now. Um, that'll be the price they get to purchase it for. Okay. Who knows? Well, we heard rumors that Disney's new inclusion key would affect the Fantasmic show when it returned this summer. Well, Disney officially released the changes to this Fantasmic nighttime show at Hollywood Studios. They officially stated that the Pocahontas scene in Fantasmic will not be a part of the show when it returns, as Disney is trying to be more inclusive and not offend anyone. The show is going to have new technical enhancements, as well as new characters from Aladdin, Mulan, Moana, and Elsa. Some of the characters from the show that you knew from before will make an appearance, such as Pocahontas. Sadly, Disney still hasn't given us the official return date, but we can't wait for it to return. It's a lovely part of the Disney parks. I think we all knew that, and I think we talked about it on another show that um, with the inclusion key, that that just gave a bad light of Native Americans. And so even though that was how they were seen at one time or how things went in the world, that it was going to be removed. So. I think finally Disney just came out and confirmed what we were all thinking. Fantasmic is my favorite show. So Me I just too. I just want it to come back. As long as Maleficent still breathes fire and sets the lagoon on fire, I'm good with it. Yeah. I don't know. It might offend people that are mean. Oh, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I am mean. That's my that's my character. Like that's that's literally like what I wear in the parks and I have my My bookmark, Brandy. Oh, I love it. I can't see. I don't know if you can tell, but it's holographic. It is a yes. yeah. yeah. That's super cool. Did you get that at Disney? I got it at the book fair. Nice. They were expensive, too. They were like $4 a piece, but... The book fair prices? Yes. I don't mind spending it when it goes to the book fair. I read it somewhere that said, um, all the evil queens are just princesses who never got rescued and found their prince. Oh, that's cute. I didn't... I've never heard that. <laughs> That makes sense, though. Or didn't want to be rescued and were just content to be alone and read books and be left alone. (laughs) Not a surprise, but We Don't Talk About Bruno has now become the next It's a Small World for guests, or at least that's what Disney's claiming. (laughs) So once you hear that song, they said you can't get it out of your head, which I have to tell you, it's one of the songs that Kaylee's doing for her program tomorrow evening. So 
I would agree. I think all of us can sing it pretty well now. We did tell you about the rumor that Tarzan's Treehouse in Disneyland is being convert is being converted into the Encanto something, the Casitas and all that kind of stuff. Of course, Disney has not confirmed that. That just seems to be a rumor, but we've heard it more than one time, so we're thinking it sounds right. But also, over in Disneyland, Encanto characters have popped up, snacks, a small float has been added to the electrical parade. But Disney World guests are not supposed to get jealous because effective last week, Encanto was added to the Chinese theater show that at Hollywood Studios. It's called The Wonderful World of Animation, which I don't think that I even realized had come back because I don't think we reported on that. So it must have slid in under the wire or something and we missed it in the news and I apologize. But um, I'm excited to know it's back. They do the little animation uh, projection show on the Chinese theater. And they said there's a short clip you can see the beautiful casitas. You get to see multiple scenes from the movie, and you even get to hear some of the audio. But yeah, it just came last week, which is pretty awesome. And the wonderful world of animation takes place at 9 p.m. every night at Hollywood Studios. So if you're going to be there, check it out. Let us know what you think, because we will not be going till September and October. I think a casita treehouse would be better. Just saying. Oh no, I know, but at least. <laughs> If they're starting to ease things in. Yes, absolutely. I think it's wonderful. They just need to bring the Star Wars show after it again and put it back where it belongs. So they never, they've not talked about that at all. I know. It couldn't have been expense though, right? They do fireworks. They have to have their own firework company at this point. Mm -hmm. I don't know. We did the whole, the dessert party was amazing. We did the Star Wars dessert party and then you went out there and they did the Wonderful World of Animation, and then they did the Star Wars Spectacular, I forget the actual name of it, right after that one. And you got to sit right in front if you did the dessert party. And it was and amazing. all the characters are on the stage, right? Like, like all of them? Not for that part. Okay. But in the, in the dessert party, there were stormtroopers walking around, and you would, you got to, um, you had a reserved table, and then you got to walk, and at your leisure, you could go meet... Um, Chewbacca and BB-8 and um, you know whoever was the, the villain was there if it was Kylo Ren or Darth Vader so I just wish they would bring that back because right now that's just a sad empty place in Hollywood Studios it is yeah because they're not doing the march or anything the stormtroopers mm -mm. imperial march all that yeah that was and I tell people about that all the time like we have video of that and like pictures from that and like Abby was wearing her BB-8 dress so they were all like, you know, after her, like they'd give her the, you know, we're watching you, like yeah. all that, you know, all that kind of stuff. It's intimidating to see that. Mm -hmm. It's it's so funny. And it, it, at first she was acting, I mean, she was, gosh, she had just turned nine, like on our first trip. So she was acting like she was like after them and all they like turned around and kind of pointed the gun at her for like two seconds. And she like turned around, scrambled right back behind Dennis. Like Aww. it was so hilarious. Like they're just <laughs> laughing. But then, like, people, if you're wearing um, Empire stuff, if you're wearing a shirt with Darth Vader on it, they'll say, thank you for your service. Thank you for dedication to the cause. <laughs> thank you for your loyalty. Like, it's it's so funny. That is funny. Well, it is graduation season for high schools and colleges and universities. And as you guys know, colleges and universities love to bring on prestigious people to come and speak at their ceremonies. Well... Bob Chapik was invited to Indiana University to speak because he's an alumni, um, but he had a snafu in his speech. While giving his speech at Indiana University Bloomington, 
at the undergraduate uh, ceremony, which was this past Saturday, May 7th. In this speech, he mistakenly called Walt Disney World the happiest place on earth. And of course, those that are reading know that Disneyland is the happiest place on earth and Walt Disney World is the most magical place on earth. Uh, this seems especially hard to forget given the ongoing world's most magical celebration, which reflects the famous tagline, something that we should expect the Disney CEO to actually know, especially somebody who was leading the parks and resorts division for years. So Bob, this made us sad if you're listening and you're not helping the I am not a bean counter part of your speeches that you keep giving because we don't think that Eisner or Iger would have made this mistake. Yeah, that's not a good one. I was like, are you kidding me? <laughs> he knows who he is. He knows who we are. He knows who's listening. Gotta be more <laughs> careful with your words, buddy. <laughs> well, Imagineer Zach Ridley confirmed that the lighted pathways will return to Epcot. World Celebration will be a can't-miss destination for evening activities at Epcot. It's designed with over 12,000 individually controllable lighting fixtures. The reimagined nighttime experiences in this new park neighborhood will create a dynamic environment that will transform the area every night. The trams are returning to Animal Kingdom on May 27th. This is such good news because that parking lot is huge and the tram allows for guests to ride up to the gates rather than hike it a mile before getting into the park. You're tired before you get there. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I've been fortunate enough to always be on Disney property and I get, you know, dropped off not out there but i know there's some people that really even if they are staying on property they prefer to take their own car or rental car or whatever they have and that that would be a long way to walk it's a long walk from the buses yes it is what is the deal with that i don't know maybe they want all the noise and vehicle pollution away from the animals oh you're probably right well, the whole place is so big like because yeah. of the savannah and because of the kilimanjaro safaris and just like all the space for the animals to roam it's such a, like a wide open space it doesn't like the actual part of the park that you're allowed to venture into you don't realize that because of where you're walking on the streets and the asia area and all that but when you really think about all that open space for all the animals to have all that space because i mean they definitely have more space there than most like zoos that i've been to in my area oh yeah by far so Doctor Strange in the Multiverse of Madness made $450 million for the opening weekend in the global box office. $185 million was made just in the U.S. While it falls short of the record-breaking $587 million garnered by Spider-Man No Way Home, it still stacks up as the fourth largest Marvel debut and the sixth largest opening weekend box office of all time. Doctor Strange in the Multiverse of Madness stars Benedict Cumberbatch as the eponymous lead alongside Elizabeth Olsen, reprising her role as Wanda Maximoff, also known as the Scarlet Witch, and Sochil Gomez makes her MCU debut as America Chavez. We aren't going to give any spoilers, but if you want them, you can Google the movie. There are several people just dying to dish about the latest Marvel movie, so I'm sure you can find a lot of information. Yeah, for real. Did you see it, Sarah? I haven't seen that one. I'm sad to say that we um, decided to watch, we finally have time to watch the Spider-Man movie. Us too. It was probably not well-timed because we both fell asleep. Oh, no. We woke up and we're like, there's still 45 minutes left of the movie. <laughs> so by that point, we just were like, we just need to go to bed. Right. What can I say? I guess we're getting old. So 
we finally waited so long that it was out so you could purchase it. And Joey said $20. Well, we're like $20, no big deal because it would have cost us way more than $20 mm-hmm. for four of us to go to the movies. So I said, Ian, we can eat our own popcorn here. Yeah. And we can go to the bathroom whenever we want. We can pause it if we need to in the whole business. So <laughs> we ended up buying it because when I went on there, it said $10 for one view or $20 to own it. I'm like, well, that's stupid. We're just buying it. Cause I'm like, you know, you're going to want to go back and look at it another yeah. time. We really liked it. So if you get another chance to watch it, we will definitely try again. It was, it was watching it after a long day and it just wasn't a good choice. <laughs> it was really weird though, to see all three of them on there. That was a little bit mm-hmm. for me, but they explain everything. My daughter was ecstatic about that. When she came home, she's, she's gone with her friend to see that one. And they saw, um, what you just said over the weekend, <laughs> Doctor Strange, oh, Doctor Strange, Madness. yeah. Um, they saw that over the weekend, and she had saying, "But it might be the last Marvel movie." And I'm like, "I don't." What? Know. No, I can't imagine. I was like, "There's too much money to be had." Yeah, it's there's going to be more. But I I will say there's a lot of especially the young ones that don't always see it coming. Like they get really excited about it. So it's kind of cool when she comes home from the movie and she's all worked up about it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's fun to watch. That's how Joe. That's how Joey was when he came home from um, the Spider-Man movie. Oh my gosh! And then every week, are you kidding? We're still not watching it. You're gonna be sorry. You need to see it. It's so awesome. It just was funny. <laughs> and then he took my nephew. My nephew hadn't seen any of the movies, and I'm like. You won't let us do anything till we watch all these movies and you take Chase. I'm just like, whatever. <laughs> so, um, the construction walls have been erected around the Little Mermaid Ariel's Undersea Adventure at Disney's California Adventure. And this re- ride is remaining open while they're doing the construction on the outside, which I find interesting. They don't do that a whole lot. The walls aren't themed. They're just an off-white color with squares of lattice work. They're actually kind of pretty and they match the... Um, the theming of when you enter the Magic Kingdom at Disney World, that kind of white, the lattice work, um, the walls, which is interesting because we're used to the, like the dark walls with Walt's little quotes all over it. It doesn't have that at all. It's kind of formal. They're almost completely surrounding the attraction's facade and no scaffolding or tarps are being erected, indicating that at least for now, the construction work is on the pavement, not the building itself. The attraction did close for a few days earlier this year just for basic refurbishments, but it seems like they are trying to do some refurbishments around the parks, which makes me happy because for a while they were acting like they didn't have any money. (laughs) On Sunday at the Guardians of the Galaxy Cosmic Rewind Preview, DVC members, Club 33 members, and media were allowed to ride the new ride multiple times. Well, we don't know if they were shorthanded on cast members or what, but on Monday, May 9th, guests that were invited to preview the ride were only given the opportunity to ride it one time. Cast members would scan their Magic Band or mobile device before they got on the ride. If a guest tried to ride the ride again, they were told that they had already previewed the ride today. So, I don't know. What do you think was going on? Were the the first people to ride it just extra special or something? I don't know. I kind of felt bad, though. I mean, I'd be, I wouldn't be a baby, I guess, but I would be a little sad if I found out the day before people were, because I watched some vloggers that went on it, and they were like, oh, this was her third time. Yeah, she's only been on it twice, but she's going to go on it again, and Mm. the only thing I could figure was that they were short on cast members, and they just couldn't be doing that. I don't know. I will say one thing that I thought when I saw the previews, 
on YouTube that were not supposed to be there was that this ride is going to break down a lot. Yeah, well, I know that they had a little bit of a problem last week sometime. Yeah. During some of the first previews. So, I don't know. I don't know what was going on. Well, stock for the Walt Disney Company has now dropped to its lowest price since May of 2020. It's been dropping steadily over the past few months and amid various controversies. The stock price is currently $108.90, $10 lower than it was a few weeks ago. In March of 2020, immediately after the parks closed due to the COVID-19 pandemic, the stock price dropped all the way to $85.98. On May 1st, 2020, it got to 105.50 before steadily climbing until it began to drop again in March of 2021. In mid-April 2022, the price was sitting at 131.90, but the Florida legislator then voted to dissolve the Reedy Creek Improvement District, which manages the land that Walt Disney World operates on, as well as provides municipal services like firefighters and waste management with funding provided by Disney. Governor Ron DeSantis later signed the bill into law, but it will not take effect until June 2023. How do you think we're going to be affected by this? I seriously hope they get over all their nonsense before this is actually a thing. I I don't live in Florida, but I don't understand at what point you think you're flexing on somebody when you're making a decision that's going to negatively impact all the surrounding counties and all the surrounding like citizens that live there. I don't know what the governor thinks he's doing. I don't know. I don't think he's thinking it through, and I don't know... I mean, I just, I don't get it. It, it just seems like Brandy. bad, it <laughs> seems like bad business to me. Yeah. Like you can, everyone, you know, that's what makes America great is everybody's allowed to disagree with each other. If we could all just be nice to each other, I think it would be just a better place. That'd be great. Yeah. That's been something I've been trying to teach my kids, honestly, is that, you know what? You don't have to be friends with everyone. Right. You don't have to like every person you meet but you do have to treat them with respect. Thank and you. And you do, yes. you know, and I forget when we were talking about this. I think, you know, it, it's like, it's okay not to be friends with that person in your class, but you you still have to treat them like you would treat anyone. And um, it's a hard message to get across sometimes, but. Well, you when know. you have grownups <laughs> that make how much money a year that have presumably have college educations and they still can't do it. I mean, why would you expect a third and fourth grader to get it? So I just read multiple things about some people say it's just going to affect the people that live in the county surrounding, like Brandy just said, and some people are saying that, again, it's going to hit the guests. So, and I think it could be a combination of both even. And does he understand that if it if this negatively impacts your stay at Disney, like the logistics of going to Disney, um, and all of that stuff that did did he not mix that miss that tax revenue in the early part of the pandemic? Didn't he miss that? Like I'm I'm just curious because I'm pretty sure that Florida um, lost a lot of tax money. So I don't understand why he wants to anger people. And no matter what side of um, their their disagreement you're on, either way, if people aren't going to go to Disney because they're mad at Disney. Or they're not going to go to Disney because it's, or they're not going to go to Walt Disney World because it's in Florida and they don't like the governor of Florida. They're still not spending money in your state in the story. So it doesn't seem like a wise decision on anybody's part. It's going to be interesting to see what happens for sure and who ends up paying for everything. Let's hear Sarah say these wonderful names beautifully. <laughs> oh gosh. So in a galaxy far, far away production. 
has begun on Ahsoka, an original Star Wars series for Disney Plus about, you guessed it, Ahsoka Tano. The official Star Wars Twitter shared an image of a director's chair with the Ahsoka logo on the back of it. The black cowboy hat hanging from the chair is a signature accessory of director, writer, and producer Dave Filoni. Rosario Dawson will return as the title character of Ahsoka after debuting in the role on The Mandalorian. She will be joined by Natasha Liu Bordizzo as Sabine Wren and Mary Elizabeth Winstead in an undisclosed role. And Hayden Christensen will also return as Darth Vader. So this is exciting. Um, this is like all the all the like nerd vibes yes. just went. <laughs> Everybody's so excited. It's not Disney, but I'm having to really split my time between Star Wars with um, Obi Wan Kenobi, the Obi Wan Kenobi series that's coming out at the end of the month, and this one are just so exciting. And then I cannot get enough on Amazon Prime's The Rings of Power or The Ring of Power. I'm just I'm in like nerd heaven. <laughs> I just thought it was interesting. I don't I'm having a hard time picturing this director, writer, producer wearing a cowboy hat as he directs Star Wars. Directors are weird people. Yeah. Dave Filoni <laughs> is I mean you know him, right? No, I don't know who that is, I think. If you look him up you'll I'll know who it is. Yeah. I just thought it was funny because I was picturing this in my head and I was thinking if this was Nick, he would be directing with a stormtrooper hat on or, you know, like <laughs> that, not with a cowboy hat on. Either way, it's totally fine. It's okay. It's Dave Filoni. He can do whatever he wants. Okay. <laughs> this is very true. I'm going to try to get through this really quickly, but you got to know that there's always the crazy at Disney. Oh, no. I I'm just like, seriously, this just came out today. So guests continue to escalate to violence at the most magical place on Earth as another brawl broke out at the Magical Kingdom last month near the ferry boats. The best part of all is, I don't know if you guys were on the week that we talked and there were two sisters fighting. This is a group of brothers, grown men Yay. that came, came to blows while waiting for the ferry. It took um, law enforcement to break up the fight, according to the Orange County Sheriff's arrest report. Um, the incident happened about 9 o'clock on April the 3rd. According to the report, it was brothers who were visiting from Atlanta. They were 26, 28, and 33. And they were engaged in mutual combat in a public place 10 feet from the sheriff's deputy that was on duty. Um, he said that he could see several males fighting and other males attempting to break up the physical fight. The deputy wrote, it was unclear who started the physical altercation, but it was clear that several people were fighting at once with no regard for the public safety. And they're saying we presume he meant no regard for when he said no regard it was for public safety they, they put that in there sorry uh no one was seriously injured that they heard about and the deputy's body camera captured at least part of the fight one of the brothers was unable to calm down and was secured until the patrol units arrived it's unclear deputies didn't know since the brothers refused to speak to authorities or give any written statements after the fight what caused it Two of the brothers were arrested for domestic violence and were taken to jail without any problems. And the third brother was not arrested because he was the parent of a young child that was with him. Hello, people. But charges were forwarded to the state's attorney's office, the report noted. However, the men are not going to face any legal consequences. The state attorney's office decided not to press any criminal charges 
which is why the men's names are not being identified. So crazy. You did it in front of their kids. I'm not saying do it at all, but why are you doing it in front of your children? What are you saying? You're saying, oh, it's okay to fight. That that reminds me of that movie, um, Four Christmases with Vince yeah. Vaughn and Reese Witherspoon, and he goes to see his family, and they all fighting yes. <laughs> and the kids are running around being all nuts and I'm like it's like something out of a movie like yes. you don't actually think that real people act that way but apparently they do exactly <laughs> oh it, I just worry for the human civilization when I hear stories <laughs> like this that's all that's all I'm gonna say no I I'm with you well let's let's move on from humans and talk about um tale about other animals in their their family life um <laughs> over, at, <laughs> over at disneyland an updated pre- production of tale of the lion king will return on may 28th this time in Fantasyland theater in disneyland park they released the new concept art for the show and will reportedly feature new choreography upon its return tale of the lion king is an imaginative adaptation of disney's the lion king it's a hit with guests when it debuted in 2019 at California Adventure. It's brought to life by the storytellers of the Pride Lands, a troupe of traveling performers who present Simba's beloved and timeless journey in a unique story theater style with live music and dance. That sounds so fun. It does, and I really need to go to Disneyland. That sounds so fun. All right, well, now I get my chance to, like, geek out because the wait for the second <laughs> Avatar film is coming oh, to I an end. I about this today. <laughs> the teaser trailer and poster for Avatar The Way of Water have just been released. The poster shows half the face of a Navi child. Wherever we go, the family is our fortress, according to the Twitter release. The sequel once again shows the Navi protecting their land and their people. Avatar The Way of Water will be released in theaters on December 16th, 2022. Now that many people have ridden Flight of Passage, we wonder how many people will rush to the theaters to see the sequel. I had to watch this movie. My daughter got hooked on it like right before we went to Disney the first time. Now, when she watched it when she was seven, um, she kind of would just like kind of zone out during like the more violent parts and she didn't like super understand what she was seeing. She was just like, I want to watch the blue people. And she just liked, I think she liked all the lights you know right. the bioluminescent stuff i think she loved the tree and she liked the girl you know navi and she thought that stuff running through the forest was cool and she kind of zoned out on like the real storyline um and that's why i let her watch it because it didn't seem to bother her when she watched it again when she was nine because my husband's like we're going on that ride like we gotta i gotta watch this movie with you so we turn it on and like she starts crying at certain shoes that's so mean why did they do mm-hmm. that to them and i'm like oh no you get it now yeah <laughs> My oldest daughter, Claire, she won't watch Coco because it made her realize that her parents were going to die someday. Oh. Yeah. And um, that song, if Remember Me comes on the, like, we're playing Disney music or whatever, if Remember Me comes on, she's like, change it, change it. <laughs> she can't do it. Yeah. I d- Abby made fun of me because I cried my eyes out watching that movie just because well she knew she'd seen it before and she said watch this with me and like so she knew it was coming and she just wasn't at the age quite yet where movies really make her cry and then she's like oh my gosh are you I mean I was like sobbing (laughs) just like teary I was in one of those moods that I was like literally sobbing it happened it happened yeah when watching your kids watch movies at different the same movie at different ages yeah yeah it's just interesting so Kaylee was really into this movie too. Like 
anytime it was on HBO, she was watching it. Well, I told her that tonight that the sequel was coming. She goes, Mom, do you know how ridiculous this is? It was supposed to come out in 2015. Yeah, it is annoying. Yeah. I will say that. I, I, James Cameron's cool and all, but... It's like waiting for George R.R. R. Martin to watch or to write, finish writing Winds of Winter. Been waiting on that for a very long time. Maybe you need to visit him. That was what happened in Salt in Our Stars. She wanted to visit the guy because she needed to know what was going to happen. <laughs> oh, yes. That is, I never saw the movie, but I love that book. Oh, that movie's so good. Sad, but so good. Well, the third installment of Disney Magic Quest will air on the Disney Channel this summer on June 26th. Disney revealed the logo for the special summer edition of the show featuring Spaceship Earth and Fireworks. Disney Summer Magic Quest will be hosted by vet Nicole Brown and feature zombie stars Meg Donnelly, Pierce Toza, Kylie Russell, and Matt Cornett playing the games. The two teams will race around Epcot and visit Guardians of the Galaxy Cosmic Rewind. Of course, they will visit that one. (laughs) This sounds interesting. Um, And we are surprised that it isn't airing on Disney Plus as Disney has made the streaming service the place to share all Disney specials. Maybe it'll come there eventually. We'll have to wait and see. I mean, I'm glad for people that have regular regular cable and don't have Disney Plus. You think they would just put it both places? True. Well, it'll probably start there and kind of like um, when I uh, lost his name, Puff. Derek Huff and his sister, when they do all those shows on ABC, and then it just goes to Disney Plus. I'm sure it will be. Well, thank you so much, ladies, for helping me tonight. Um, We hope that Stephanie is feeling better and able to join us next week. If you're interested in being a guest on our show or you have a question or a comment, you can just text us at 636-395-0544. If you'd like to book a trip or you just want a free quote, you can text us, Sarah, Brandy, or myself, Vicki, at 636-395-0544. Or you may email us at yourstorytravel.com. Just a reminder that a $200 deposit will hold your resort and ticket package reservation. And be sure to listen to Friday's show. Vicki and Brad will be discussing some of the amazing changes that have taken place at Disney World in the past 10 years. And as always, thank you for listening to the number one podcast that entertains that space between your ears, the Mousecapades podcast. Well, ladies, I think it's about that time. Disney love. Farewell, foolish mortals. May all your dreams come true. Have a magical day, my friends. Yeah.